Tope Suicida, big Red Hot Chili Peppers fans here. Yeah, we're big pep heads. Big pep heads. Hey, everyone. My name's Bo. And my name's Mike. And that means you're listening to... <gasps> Tope, Tope Suicida! And that means it's what wrestling can be. We are here in Bo's shit house on really just the worst couch in the entire Shittiest. world. It is. It is. You couldn't if you if you you can't relax in it. You're like sitting straight up. You're like almost a ninety degree I, angle because you can't relax. In I mean, couch. I'm I'm also off to the side because yeah. your your cushion is fucked right. beyond all like. That might be why my arm my arm is fucked because this cushion does the same thing. It tilts. It's because Ingrid it sucks sits on so it so bad. God. One day, one day I'll replace yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you want? Anywhere to put your feet? No, I'm fine. I'm I, I'm fine. You look comfortable. I'm. I feel really great. I'm super comfortable. We should let the people know what we just did. Well, the third day of what we just did. Yeah, what we just did. By the time right. you hear this, we'll have six days under our belt. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Right yeah. Because of uh, time with a uh, linear perception. Yeah. So. Bo and I are in the gym. We're in the gym now. That five-year plan we talked about being wrestlers, we started it, like, officially in a, in a clinging weight capacity. We've been walking. We've been trying to eat better over the last year. Yeah. Hit or miss for me. Right. Um, but in the last month and a half, I've been walking a lot in anticipation for knowing that mid-July, you and I are going to, we're going to crunch as a Yep. Word. Yep. And here we are, day three. We did it. How do we feel? Uh, whole body... Hurts. <laughs> if okay, if this episode, if it sounds like we're tired, we're tired. It's because we just worked out for two hours. We're tired, and then ate our number one sponsor, Tight Tacos. Yeah, we proed it out. We got some prots, <laughs> got some protein. We proed it out. We proed it out. I've got a lot of more protein to eat before the day is over. Uh-huh. But I'm happy that part of it was those delicious tacos. Here's the thing. Well, let's, let's talk about our workout in a second, but before we do that, let's talk about tight tacos. Let's talk about tight tacos. I don't know if anyone has noticed. You probably haven't, but every single Instagram post uh, that I post personally, yeah, that we post to the Tope Suicida Instagram account. I don't know if Mike, if your, your personal accounts also get seeing some action, Yeah, but tight tacos here locally, there's two locations in Portland. Uh, they like everything we do as Tope Suicida. And, that makes them the unofficial sponsor until they officially want to sponsor us. Yeah. Or until they tell us to fuck off. Yeah. Until they cease and desist, right. which we don't want that. No, we don't want that. Uh, and we were like, you know what? We should go because neither of us have been. So yeah. we decided to go give it a whirl. And there's one close to me and one sort of close to you. So closer to you closer than, to than this me one. than this one is. Yeah. Uh, and it turned out actually to be great. I think, so I have two taco trucks, one south of me, one north of me in my apartment, and I eat there regularly, like twice a week, maybe. Um, usually just a carne asada, street taco, it's yeah. my go-to. Yeah. No onions, unless they're in the mix. Mm. I don't want diced. Um, if like a long onion's in the meat, fine. I don't like diced onions. What the fuck is right? No, it's I that crunch. It's the texture. No one. Okay, this is a great example of you like feeling like you're being attacked well, about the should, di- about the minced onions thing, and no one brought it up. No here's, one said anything about why don't you like onions on your taco. Here's what happened though, like non-verbally. As soon as I said I don't like minced taco or minced uh, onions, Mike kind of did a little tiny little shake his head no, and that's why I had to elaborate. So you didn't know you did that, but you did do it. Wait, you didn't, so I just you had didn't to even need to bring up the I don't, don't like Tice tacos. Min- anyway, this was better than both of those two trucks combined. Yeah. 
And it was delicious. It was. It was really, it was really, really good. No bullshit. No bullshit. This no isn't bullshit. like, please sponsor us. We'll eat, eat no. there because we want you to sponsor us. It's no. no. We eat there now because it's delicious. And we want you to sponsor us also because it's delicious. Also because it's delicious. Uh, but, and I, I have to say that the, our only, the only drawback is that they were $4 tacos. They were too expensive. They're too expensive. $4 is, is a lot for a taco. And I'm all for, you know, you got to pay your people. Yeah. And, you know, it's the... The ingredients were well, noticeably, noticeably they were better. delicious. Than a two fifty taco that I'm normally used to. Yeah. But I agree. Maybe $3. Maybe $3. $3.50 yeah. You know me, though, because I'm always like, I'm always like, how come a Whopper is 6 bucks? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's insane. Yeah, how come Bret Hart doesn't still wrestle? <laughs> Truly made myself laugh really good. <laughs> listen, listen, my ears. Tacos are supposed to be a dollar fifty. That's how much tacos are supposed to be. Well, I think two fifty is the standard these days, right? Well, to me, two fifty feels like a cheap taco now. It feels like every everywhere you go is at yeah. least a three dollar taco, at least probably a four dollar taco, and I feel like it's it's. That's just a lot because, like, if I get four tacos, then I've spent sixteen dollars. That's a lot of money on for tacos. Taco. That's what I'm yeah. saying, right? Like, you, you don't get like they're delicious, but you don't get a lot of food in return just yeah. because of the nature of a taco. You know, well, it's just all to do with the popularity. You know, as I got more popular, like yeah. we, can, we can gouge this. Anyway, the point is, fantastic tacos. And if you do, I w- I would say, uh, you know, if you're looking to really fill up, maybe, you know, because you have to. You got to go to the burrito yeah. route. Got to go yeah. to the burrito. But if you just want a nice snack yeah, that's just going to be delightful, I tried. So, Bo got two asada. Yeah. I got an asada, carnitas, and pastor. And I, Bo made the right choice because the asada was, was delicious. King. It was king of the three. Yeah. Um, great salsa, too. Man. Yeah, it's an all-around so great experience. I mean, like, let, let's paint a picture here. If you if you if you have a tortilla that's about the size of four inches, four inch tortilla circle, three inches, about the size. Yeah, probably probably thick probably. though. Like, here's what you're picturing, listeners. You're picturing street tacos that are like the grease has gone through the taco. You can have see it. No, no, these were pristine. Yeah, tortilla, hand pressed, hand pressed, hand pressed. The you real could, deal. You could tell the meat was cut in the morning. Cilantro was, I said it was, we ate it, the greenest cilantro I've ever seen. It was wet, too. It was Honestly, a wet cilantro. Like, and, and for Bo, that's like probably one of the only vegetables you've ever eaten. So that's I love cool. cilantro. That is so weird that you like um, cilantro. I love broccoli. That's the least. I love asparagus. All the ones that get the bad rap. I don't know why broccoli gets a bad rap. It's, uh, the one thing broccoli I don't like is that it gets all in your teeth. Yeah, it does. The little tree petals. It sure does. Yeah. So you can. I never asked. I haven't looked yet because I don't have my yeah. phone. Do I have any cilantro on my teeth? No, you good. You get. Don't stop. <laughs> you don't have to. You I had this friend Chris in high school. It's time for Toby memories. Uh huh. That after lunch. Yeah. He would. He, we all had braces, right? But he would never do diligence to go check what's going on with your teeth Come after on, lunch. Dude. He got braces, man. What he came hell? to lunch or, or to uh, the, uh, I think it was current affairs class or whatever. Yeah. After lunch. And he had like honey mustard on his forehead, <laughs> like garlic in his teeth. Well, there's your, there's your problem right there. If you got honey mustard on your forehead, I mean, that's a totally unrelated problem to having braces. I don't know how it happened. 
something. Well. <laughs> He's just eating a brat and it just exploded, I guess. When I had braces, how I would eat that, I would rip and put in the back of my mouth. I still eat burgers and sandwiches to this day like that. I rip and put it in the back of my mouth. What the fuck are you talking about? I think it's because I have the permanent retainer no, on the bottom. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so I'm when sorry. I bite down, I get stuck in between the teeth and the permanent retainer, and it's too much hassle. So if I rip and pull in the back of my mouth, nothing gets stuck up front. Okay, when you say rip, yeah. So you're bite. You're presumably you're biting into a hot dog here, right? That's what no, we're talking I'm, about. I'm ripping the hot dog and putting the hot dog into my mouth with my okay. hand. Okay, so so, so 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 you're not biting into a sandwich. Or a hot dog, you're breaking it up with your hands and then throwing pieces of it into the back of your mouth. I'm not throwing. To like dissolve. No, no, it's presumably. not. It's not dissolve. It's just to get it past the front teeth <laughs> to where I have to bite down. You know, the, the, I know the front teeth. That's their purpose, but I don't like it. <laughs> And I think uh, I think Chris is his fault. All right, it has to be yeah, Chris's fault. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, it's definitely Chris's fault. Chris, if you're listening to this, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Chris. Anyway, where's my notes? What are we doing? What are we doing today? It's summer day. We're gonna it talk is. a bit more about our workout. Yeah, because we, we may have potentially been catapulted into something we're not ready for. We Absolutely might not ready. Absolutely. <laughs> also, also, okay, so we ran into our good pal, mm-hmm. uh, the bad life choice, Caden Cassidy. Yes. Uh, at the gym, he hollered at Bo. Yeah. Um, from across the room, literally across the gym, literally yelled at Bo, <laughs> and said, "What are you doing in my territory?" That <laughs> was so good. <laughs> was I heard so Bo, good. and I was like, "Did I hear that?" Because yeah, you were, you I heard were, it you too. Were doing, I heard you were it lifting, too. Yeah, yeah. and I turned, and there was Todd. Uh, and so here's the thing, everyone. Secretly, we're gonna lay it all out of Mike and I's secret plan. It was to work out, get a bit healthier. Yeah. A bit more in shape. And then reach out to Todd to be like, hey, you're a wrestler. We want to be wrestlers. Yeah. What should we do now to get that type of body to prepare us to, for schooling and training? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was three months down, four months down. Yeah, the road, or, yeah, three, six months. Yeah. yeah, Todd found us on the third day. Found us we on might the train third, with him on Wednesday. Third day, we, <laughs> we're in there. And then Todd's like, yeah, come work out. And then he was like, yeah, we'll do it. It'll be great. We'll do a, we'll do a back and biceps day. And then, and then like. 30 seconds later, he described it like a leg day to me. What he's, he's like, yeah, we do this. We're going to do some hack squats. Then we're going to go over. Then we do regular back squats. Then uh, box jumps. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like a fucking back and bicep day, bro. It sounds like you're about to drag us through a leg day. And that is that that is hell on earth 2006. But my you man. know what he said to me? He said, huh. you're in shape. Look at those quads. Gave me a great compliment. I'm ready for leg day because my quads are banging from the professional wrestler. Said my quads look great. Didn't say your quads look great. <laughs> and you've been texting me for days. My quads hurt. My quads are fine. <laughs> I've Mike, here's oh, no laughs. You've been telling me about your quads that they hurt. And every time I'm thinking, my quads are fine. What's wrong with Mike's quads? Because I squatted. I squatted. And I think, I no, I just think I have one body part that's more muscular than you. And I think it's my legs. I think that you suck. <laughs> and that you, and that you're not squatting to depth. Oh, yeah. You're not squatting to proper depth yet. Uh, obviously. Yeah, that's why. That's got to be it. I mean, they're, they're kind of huge though. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, we're not ready for this, but we're going to give it a go on Wednesday. Why not it. give it a go? We're going to jump on some boxes. Todd complimented Bo's. Todd, Todd, Todd quad compliment. And, um, I think this is good though. Like in all seriousness, I do think it's good. Yeah. Because I think it's going to, I don't think we're going to work out with him every single day. Yeah. I think it's just going to be a good idea of, okay, here's kind of what he does. And he's from all, all we can see in pretty good 
outwardly physical shape, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, Who yeah, knows yeah, what's yeah. going on? It is, his heart could be a bad ticker. He knows what he's talk. doing. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, for sure. So I think jump-starting it is scary, yeah. but not as scary as it would have been a week ago. Yeah. When we hadn't done anything, and I was kind of terrified on Wednesday. Like, I don't, I'd never used heavyweights. Right. Ever. Yeah. I'm always on a machine or um, circuit training, which right. are usually all machines. See, I don't even know what that is, circuit training. It's just... Machines. That's what I did all in senior year was circuit training. And I was, like I said, I was jacked when I graduated. Huh. I was in so much good shape, toned. You were jacked? I wasn't jacked, but I was with my body type. I had pecs. You had little muscles. I was toned. I you was were toned. Sleek. I was like a fish, like a, like a silky fish, just graduating taut. I was taut. Okay. All right. So you're looking to be taught again. I would like to be taught like with to a little taught. bit of bulk on the taught. Yeah. We've talked about, yeah, I think you want to be the bulk monster, which I, I don't want. I want to be as big as I possibly can yeah. without dying. Right. But if it takes 10 years off my life, so be it. Right. Because we've already started late. What's the diff? Yeah. You know? Who cares? Um, I'm not so, here to live a long time. I'm here to make some good art, mm-hmm. get giant, be good to people, and check out. <laughs> Just be- Peace. I'm here to make the good art as long as I can. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just tooted. <laughs> I'll cut that out too, but we just had tacos. <laughs> I just moved. Jesus it just, Christ. It was, it's not going to smell. It's just dry. It was just an Yeah, instant. no, it was super dry. It I heard hurt. It, it kind of yeah, hurt. It sounded like it was, it was like someone not skipped easy, a pebble off my sphincter. It sounded terrible. It sounded really not good. It didn't sound healthy. Someone's like, I'm over in the distance. Yeah. With my butt out, my spread so you can see my whole butthole. And someone's like, Watch the stone at Mm -hmm. it, and it hit, and there it was. Ow. We do physical comedy here in (laughs) In, in an audio format. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what we did today in the last three days. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad. I told Mike that I really love that we're doing it together because I need the motivation. So far, it's been, I would say, a positive experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Some of my my form is is bad, which I knew going in. getting better. By the end, it, it feels better, and hopefully I'll just remember when we do them again. Yep. And, uh... Yeah, I need the motivation. You're it's the good. motivation, and I hope I'm the motivation for mm-hmm. you, and we keep going. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, so my notes here, it says day three mm-hmm. of a five-year plan. Mentioned Todd already. Also, that's such and a quad funny... quad compliment. That's those are my a... notes. God damn it. <laughs> I made those notes in the car. <laughs> they're there, so they're written. No, not just... <laughs> I, uh... Day three of five-year plan is so funny. It's, <laughs> it's such, such a, a big plan. It's such a, funny, it's such a funny point to make a note of. Day three of five-year plan. <laughs> the weights are giving heavier, mother. Uh-huh. Mother. Day three of the five-year plan, mother. Yeah. Although we have... So, so basically, though, that's, we've, we've done a, a whole week's worth of workouts. We've gone three times. All full body. All full body. Uh, big m- compound movements like strong lifts, basically, and then and then a little some isolation stuff as well to hit your smaller muscle body parts. But uh, that's basically what if we continue to to do this, that's what a week is going to look like. Yeah, and then we'll just keep add ramping more. up, adding add more, making longer. adding reps and adding weights, and then I think yeah, in a couple of months we'll be in decent shape. You know, we'll be putting up some. Some weight that is not embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? At Crunch, there's no no, no, no judgment there. No judgment. It says that right on the board. Yeah. We'll see. Todd may not let us, though. We may work out with Todd on Wednesday, and he'll be like, you're with me now. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. I well, can jump on a box. It's the other stuff. That's <laughs> scary. I mean, well, we, but the, he, the thing is, is you do the box jumps after you've yeah, blasted yeah, you die, the shit it's, it's, out of your legs. It's the cool down. <laughs> it's the box jump. Not, well, it's meant to like, re- basically like redline, you know, it's the thing that's, you're fucking <laughs> pushing your shit past where it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Well, we're doing that. We're happy we're doing it. I think the one question, though, the really the, really the question we're going to kind of follow, as you follow this workout journey with us listeners, uh, how big are your arms right now, Mike? I think that's the main criteria. Oh. How do you feel about your arms right now, day three? Great. Okay, yeah. Give me one second. Do you have a tape measure? <laughs> All right. I didn't bring my tailor tape. I will next time. And this is, I, I measured um, my body parts. Okay. That sounds naughty. <laughs> I measured my parts. <laughs> I measured, um, you know, my arms, my waist, my hips, uh, my chest, and uh, but this was before we started working out, so it could. So this is like Tuesday or Monday. How how soon before? This is like probably yeah, probably Tuesday. Okay, yeah, uh, and uh, my left arm was fourteen and a quarter inches around. Right, fourteen and a quarter. My right arm fourteen and a half, and that's from peak to bottom. Yeah, or peaked all the, the way to circumference. Peak to peak, circumference yeah. wall flexed. Right. Yeah. So your right's half bigger. Is My right is a quarter inch bigger around, inch bigger. which makes sense. I'm right-handed. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that at the gym. <laughs> Doing stuff with your left hand is hard. It is. That's why you don't. My left shoulder's fucked. Yeah. Getting there. Yep. Yep. So anyway, we got. We'll. We'll. Uh, We'll keep you guys abreast of how big our arms get, uh, and uh, let us know how big your arms are, where you're at on your fitness journey of, you know, getting bigger arms. What do you think? Am I like 11? You? 12? Let me see. No, dude. I, I, I bet it's pretty comparable. I bet you're right around 14. 13, 13.75, Maybe, we'll guess. Yeah. I'll get a tape measure and do it, because we'll I, I, ha- I only have a metal one. I don't have a oh, yeah. tape tape. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can't do a rigid. You can't do a rigid rigid measure. No, because your your bicep is circular and fleshy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a polygon like a video game. Anyway, before we get to all the fun stuff, though, it's a summer day. Yes, it is. We're diving back into WWE icons on mm-hmm. Peacock with mm-hmm. the third episode mm-hmm. of Yokozuna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about him more later. But I have a question for you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, no. Why don't you ask it? I will. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Now, Mike, since you did ask. So nice. You ask every week. I picked a a fella Uh I didn't think I would pick that has a tumultuous history here in Tope Suicida, but also a history based off really no evidence from you and I. Okay. And that is a wrestler I saw wrestle a full match for the first time at Dynamite with Jericho, and that's Nick Gage. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like that match mm-hmm. so much, I bought the next GCW pay-per-view. Yeah. And I'm forcing you to watch with me on August 7th, yeah. which will also be a Summer Days episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he's the main event. I thought uh, cable TV Nick Gage yeah. was, it was extremely fun to watch. Mm-hmm. He was doing normal-ass wrestling moves. Great. But into glass and into fucking... And I love whatever they do to gimmick this glass. Yeah. The way it explodes yeah. into a million pieces and also up. Yeah. Normal glass doesn't do that. No. So that's tempered glass. Yeah. So it's tempered or sugar. It's probably not sugar glass. It's oh, more. it could be sugar glass. Yeah. But anyway, I just I just love it. Yeah. Can you imagine if they didn't gimmick the glass, though? No, you will because someone would die. <laughs> yeah, 
because <laughs> glass breaks in big sheets. Yeah, and yeah, and stabs you in the stabs back. Stabs you and kills you. Um, but I just, I just love like. Also, I think I should, did I shouldn't do that from the GCW Homecoming pay per view with Joey Janela where he whipped. He whipped someone in the turnbuckle, and then I think he did like a power bomb, or he whipped someone in the turnbuckle into glass, and it blew up everywhere and it's beautiful looking yes i and love it, like p- people got glass in their beer and stuff yeah it's great i like the reason i like uh, it's almost like uh when a wrestler takes a, like a clothesline and they flip because it's so fucking hard or yeah. whatever yeah. the glass is doing that gimmick yeah. you know but it's yeah. inanimate and yeah. it just goes everywhere anyway back to nick gage um the pizza cutter spot's great yeah it's it really it's not yeah. violent we both like it we both um like the pizza cutter spot it's the uh, I said I'm not a huge fan of light tubes, but I thought they were used really well. Yeah, the lights tubes in the head like a fork. Yeah, the camera angles were good, so you couldn't see it. Probably not happening. Stabbing over and over. Yeah, no. <laughs> but still, though, he's already cut, so as he stabs, yeah, yeah, it hits yeah. it with the skin. Great. It looks more great. blood. It looks fantastic. Um, his teeth are just the worst. Brit should get on that. Oh, God. Brit should get on that. No, it's part of the. It's part it of is. The, it's it's gross. It's the the dead one, the dead tiny one. <laughs> How did it shrink? <laughs> Might just it withered away. Just pull it. An ocean went through just it. Pull it. <laughs> the ocean went through it. <laughs> oh God! Pull just, it. It would look though. Is it oh. for Nick Gage? Nick, uh, shoot us up an email. But would it look sillier with a gap? What's tougher, the gap or the gross black one? <laughs> I think the gross. I know it sucks. It sucks. It's nastier, man. It's definitely, <laughs> but it's like de- a part of the look. It for is, sure. and, and he has like I feel like he's got too much mouth, too much teeth for his mouth. Yeah, a lot of teeth. It's like because it's like pushing out. Like when I had the braces, or I, I don't think I said this on the show, but I think my tongue is wider than my mouth. Now yeah, it's on the show. No, that is something you said a at lot, at least three times to me. Off mic. But no, his teeth want to escape that mouth. Mm-hmm. When he talks, they want to get out of there. Maybe that's why they killed one of them off. They're <laughs> like, we need more room. room. There's not enough <laughs> room. Shrink. There's not enough room. Some <laughs> of us have got to go. The, the herd must be cold. So one of the left, one of the right got sandpaper. Just fucking <laughs> like cutting a tree down. <laughs> <laughs> This tooth is screaming and begging for its life. So it's, just... it's the least pain he's experienced. But no, I really liked that match. I thought it was. I thought it, it painted a good picture. I don't think him losing hurts his image. No, not at no, all. No, no. If anything, it puts GCW more on the map. Yeah, which is great. Um, for for independence. Yeah, it was perfect because he just came off of losing his belt to yeah to yeah uh, Cardona. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he can go back and be more Zach Ryder. Zach more I can pissed never at Cardona. Remember, I can never remember what he was called. He's the internet's champion. Inter- but yeah. He's, he's my, yeah, Nick Gage. I'm, I'm interested to watch more stuff. I know you sent me a text uh, before that says, I will never watch a Nick Gage match, but you watched one on Did Dynamite. I? Yes, yes, really? I have to find it. We have like five oh. platforms we talk to each other on, so I got to find That's it. That's true. And we, we I think do you not said, discriminate on like which one we're going to no. use on a given day. We can have the same conversation it's, going on in two. It's it, we, we talk to each other. At, on at least three different plat like <laughs> digital platforms every single day. <laughs> yeah, but you said I will never watch a Nick Gage oh, match, and I man. responded, "Well, well we got I one." I, I know. I said we got one on Dynamite. You're gonna have to, I and you did. never responded to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just immediate hypocrisy. <laughs> I will never. Ooh, look at that glass. <laughs> No, it looked. It was. It was a fun match. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was. That's it why was Nick good. Gage is my favorite wrestler. Yeah. Mike. I enjoyed it. Who's mm. your favorite wrestler? Okay. My favorite wrestler is definitely, uh, it's a first time for me. I've never picked him before as my favorite wrestler. And actually, I don't know, I don't, I've never seen him wrestle. I don't know really who he is, but he just, he, he just passed away. 
And I'm making him my favorite wrestler because he seems extremely cool and I want to learn more and try and watch more of his stuff. I'm trying to think who I've seen on Twitter that just passed. He wrestled in, I believe, CMLL in Mexico and probably probably AAA too. Um, He wrestled Jericho in the early 90s when he was Lionheart or Corazon de Leon. Yeah. And um, so this dude, his name, he was later known as... Super Porky. Yeah, yeah, the big dude. <laughs> Super Porky. How tall is this man? I've never seen a, a photo like that. So Mike just showed me a photo of okay. Super Porky, but real far away. It's his full body shot. Okay. He looks about five foot six. And he, d- ex- he does. So I believe that's him as a young man. All right. Uh, Brazo. So he de- took an opposite to Zawa. Brazo de Plata. Was I believe he was a tag team champion. This is him covered in blood. Cool. Um, there he is. Yeah, so he's one half of like tag team champions okay. in the old days. Uh, look, that one's extremely good. That picture is very Doing nice. Doing a side fist pound. Very nice. Uh, yep. Okay, so Brazo de Plata and Brazo de Oro, I think. So he unmasked, gained a bunch of weight. And became super porky. <laughs> That's such a good second career. <laughs> Because now he's like, I'm older, I can eat more, but I still know how to do the wrestling. I still know how to move. This is my favorite photograph of anyone that was has ever been taken. It's more than Dozer, the one he posted. Oh, that one's really good, too. <laughs> All right. Okay, this one's up there. This isn't in my top five. So anyway, Super Porky. I wish that I had actually seen Super Porky wrestle so that I could bust out like a La Parca memory right now, but I don't and I can't, so... Maybe next time, but but let's. I'm just like let's go out of our way to watch some Super Porky. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, when he passed. I, I saw him all over Twitter. He was, seemed like uh, someone that people really respected. So I think. Yeah. Na, 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 Super Porky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Super Porky. There you go. Favorite wrestler. Before we were rudely interrupted by Ingrid, I had another question for you though. Yep. Uh, Wait. No. No. Let. Let me ask. Okay. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention, uh, I gave Mike a theme for this episode, and it's square peg in a round hole. Yeah. Because that's what Yokozuna is. Yeah. The sumo body type in a wrestling world. Yeah. And that's what Nick Gage is. A wrestler deathmatch out of mainstream appeal. Right. That's what Super Porky is. A large, short, shithouse luchador. Yeah. So what's your shithouse? Does it also fit square peg in a round hole? Kind of, because it's. It, yeah, I definitely didn't expect this. All right, so this is uh, a tweet from uh, <laughs> at the official word, which is Jared Murray. I don't know who he is. He's a comedian. He's a wrestler. What is he? Literary manager at uh, Epic Center Management. So he's a producer. Ray Mysterio called me a little bitch back when I was eight at a house show. <laughs> and it said, here's the story. That's the headline. I shared this story with my friends and even my family, but they always laugh it off. To be honest, though, I would too. Anyway, Ray Mysterio was doing his regular entrance of talking to us kids while whispering things to us. He put a mask over my face and said, do something with your life, <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> And then continue to make his entrance. I never knew what he said to the rest of the kids, but he straight up, he was straight up with me. Lol. <laughs> That's so good. 
do something with your life, little bitch. <laughs> also, it's because you you think he's like you, you, it's, like, it's like the sweetest thing ever. Like he puts the mask on the little kid, and then he touches her forehead, yep. mm-hmm. the forehead, and grabs him like by the ears. <laughs> and you think he's like just saying like the nicest thing, misdirection. Like, yeah, I love you. Like you're you're I, <laughs> you're the reason I do this. The fans, you you can be anything you want to be. The fact that what he actually was saying was. Do something with your life, you little bitch. <laughs> it's great because he has his intimate moment where it's just him and the kid. Yeah. The parent can't hear, no. so he can say anything. And I bet this producer seems like he's got his life going for him, right? <gasps> yeah, it seems like it. Thanks, Ray. Thanks, Ray. It reminds me. So I was watching that uh, the Paul McCartney documentary on Hulu. Okay. Where he just like basically sits around with Rick Rubin, the producer, and they they like listen to Beatles tracks and like the the master tapes and just like move the sliders around and like mm-hmm. kind of geek out and have fun. It was great. Uh, but Paul was talking about how he got a mantra when they were in India from a guru, and um, he was like the 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 guru was like, uh, "Here's your mantra. It's just for you." And then he told it to him, and he's never told anyone what it was because it was mm-hmm. just for him. It's his mantra. Yeah. It's his mantra. There you go. Ray, yeah. gave, Ray gave him a mantra. It was just for him. That's great. Unless he said that to every kid, which is almost, you feel which like is you'd almost hear, better. You'd feel, I feel like you'd hear it more from, from fans if he did. Yeah. Right? So this yeah, guy's either lying right? or truly had a wonderful experience. That's and I like to do things at face value, so I believe his story. Oh, it's so good. And it is shithouse. Like, that's got to be in his top five favorite memories now as an adult. When do Ray Mysterio told him to do something with his You know, every job bitch. interview, <laughs> he'd get dressed, he'd brush his teeth first so he doesn't spill toothpaste on his nice tie and yeah. shirt, right? That's key. Mm-hmm. And he'd look in the mirror and go, you got this. You fucking do something with your life, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he winked at himself and went, booyaka, booyaka, booyaka and left the apartment. And he's like, still got the mask and he put... <laughs> It's not to, a definitely shit house. We're not a little bitch today. <laughs> we may be short, but we're a goddamn great wrestler. Let's go make a movie. Let's go make a fucking movie. So the one I just Billy sent you. Billy Grippo. The one I just sent you, uh, I named Unlocking okay. a Discovery of a Lifetime on Twitter. Now this fits in square peg round hole because it's like something you didn't know something could actually do. And we've had it forever. Okay. Uh, this is a tweet from B-Flow cute uh, dolphin emoji by her name. That's very nice. Uh, the tweet is, my whole childhood was a lie and I demand a refund immediate. Damn. If you read, can- I wish I knew the episode where you had the hiccups. Like, I, I wish know. I kept that. What weird ammo that would be. It would It'd be weird for me to know that. When you had the hiccups and you made fun of me for having the hiccups at one time, uh, but now it's full circle. No, it's full circle. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that anytime one of us has the hiccups, the other one's going to be It's going to happen, yeah. It's and I won't edit game. any of them. It's part off. of the game. <laughs> it's what, you, know, you ultimately have the final say. So you have <laughs> the tweet is... <sighs> the big breath for... Come on, hiccup. Let's... Okay, go. My whole childhood was a lie, and I demand a refund immediately. Now watch the video. Here we go. It's a TikTok video that has been transposed onto Twitter. Here we go. Okay, it's a Pez. I'm looking at a Pez dispenser. It looks like a Tom, Tom and Tom and Jerry Pez. Oh, okay. Well, he's what the shit? Okay, they're put. This is a my little. What the hell? He's putting a wrapped Pez. Apparently, that's the functionality of a Pez. You from put, all time. Wait, you put the 
wrapped package and it in, unwraps and it, it unwraps perfectly. it for you perfectly. I, I had no, and then spits out the discard at the bottom I and puts them all in a row. I had no idea. No one did. I was loading them in one by one. Yeah, like an idiot. What I would do is I would rip off the sides so they're stacked but still in the wrapper. Yeah, put the wrapper in, and uh, slowly pull the yeah, wrapper out. Yeah, yeah. But that's even more precarious than what you were doing one by one. I, I, I mean, I'm a fucking idiot. I guess this is so cool. I'm buying a Pez. <laughs> Just to do it, see if it actually works. I'm so basically, buying. you put the you put yeah. What Mike said, you put the wrapper in the bottom, right? Is that how they did it? No, they yeah. Put, they yeah. take the whole uh the uh the the magazine shove it of up the Pez, feet shove it up the the my little pony's asshole feet feet <laughs> shove it up and then they just push the head down mm-hmm. and it shits out yeah it, the wrapper I can't I try to say feet's out but that doesn't make any no, sense No it shits out the wrapper <laughs> and then they're all in there and they're It is the ass I want to apologize I want to apologize for saying feet it does no, shit it, it out is, it's it, the it ass It definitely it's the shits ass. out the wrapper it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen When I eat Starburst in a tube yeah. not in a bag you know they come Starburst in a, in a tube the yeah. normal yeah. generic yeah. one Yeah I'll I'll open up the tube halfway and then I'll squeeze them out at the bottom. And then when I eat them, I take their discarded wrapper and I put them back in the old wrapper, the main wrapper. And then when I'm done with all of them, I twist the top up, one package in the trash can. You know, there was an old SNL sketch that starred Phil Hartman called The Anal Retentive Chef. Yeah. You, sh- you should check it out. Yeah. He's like, he wraps all this food up in a, all these different ways and uh, puts in a paper bag and like folds it really carefully and then like staples it three times like perfectly. And he's like... All right, and now this is ready for the trash. <laughs> goes over and throws it away, like double bagged, and then like in the trash. I mean, I'm so glad you got through that hiccup free. Yeah. Because I was thinking he's really Mike is really blasting me right now, but I can't wait till he hiccups. But he never did. I, I, I think I did during that speech, though. Oh, maybe not. Anyway, I got one more for you. Okay. Wait, is that shit house? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Is is did the, you say did you, did you, mm-hmm. yours is shit house? Yeah, I did. Okay. Is the act of the rapper happen? What happens to the rapper shit house, or is it the fact that no one knew about it for thirty years? I think like all of it. Okay. It, what's what's actually happening? The fact that the that is that is the functionality of a Pez dispenser to begin with. Like that design is shit yeah. house. And then the fact that no no one knew that you could do that blows my mind. That there weren't Pez. Like Pez commercials where people were doing that, it would have been the cool, like the coolest shit in the world. Were there Pez commercials, no. or was it just one of those candies? Just like, like you know, White, uh, White Claw for, for the first year of its life didn't have commercials, right? Until this year, because uh-huh. it just lived off people just bought White Claw. Um, I think that's how Pez work. I've never seen a Pez commercial. Me either. Hmm. No, it's just always been there, right? Yeah. Yeah. The weirdos that collect them. That is a little weird. That's a little bit, but it's not as weird as like Beanie Baby stuff. As I glance over at my Overwatch Lego. Oh, I mean, this all is great for you. Not collected. This though. would give me a lot of anxiety if, if I had this. If I was a collector, I'd have much more than that. Yeah. Because it would be a disease. <laughs> and right now it's just like kitschy Lego. Yeah. I don't have to have all the sets. Right. Unless they're discontinued. Well, and hard technically, to find. you don't have to have any. Technically. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. I have one more shit house yeah, for you. Yeah, you do. Did you ever watch on Adult Swim Decker Tim Heidecker's yes. show that turned into on yes. movies? Yes, <laughs> basically. Yes, and then they had the shared universe. It yeah. was fucking yes, it's fucking great. So I just sent it to you on Twitter. Actually, this is for the new episode of Decker. It's it's just a comment. It's not really for Decker, but see if you agree. Square peg in a round hole. <laughs> okay, the tweet is from <laughs> Phil Braun. It is. Yeah, he's part of that universe. Phil Braun. He's part of their friends. He's one of their friends. Yeah. The new Decker looks awesome. Is the tweet. <laughs> and one of the photos. The photos are 
two sports cars racing, like drag racing, but on water. <laughs> They're either cars photoshopped into water yeah. or boats with car frames decorated. Yeah. I think it's the boats. I, I think you're right. I think they're they're boats but that have look like decorated chargers. That look like sports cars. Yeah. They look like American muscle sports yeah. cars to be yeah. perfectly clear. Well, well they they're bigger American cars, are they not? Actually, or are they like Hondas? I, I don't know actually. I, these could be they're boats. These could be <laughs> They're definitely boats, but they could they these could be Japanese? I don't know what these are. That could be a BMW over on the blue one. Oh my god, it looks so fun. Right? Yeah, it's super shit house. Good. Super super shit house. I love it. Does uh, it qualify for the square square shape round hole? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You got a fuck fucking car on the water. <laughs> yeah, sick. I love Greg Turkington. I love him. So it's shit house. We did it. Three out of three. Three yeah. Yeah, three for three on the shit house. We did a great job. I think we got a great show going so we, far today. We do. So what we're going to do here soon is get into, again, on Peacock, WWE Network, WWE Icons, not Network, WWE Icons, Yokozuna. Episode three. Eventually, we'll get to Lex Luger. We were actually talking about it if, if it's going to be released before summer days ends. Yeah. We, we may know. never watch we Lex <laughs> yeah. We may never watch it, you know? And that was like the whole point was the... Yeah. I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what's your, as we do with the other ones, yeah. what's kind of your, your history your your knowledge of like the wrestler Yokozuna? Yeah. Yoko was the monster heel that I was most familiar with when I was like eight years old. Like when I started watching wrestling, um, was right around the time, uh, when, uh, it was like probably my first real proper year of watching wrestling was 1993, which I think was the year that. Yoko debuted in the WWF. Um, and yeah, he was just this unbeatable force of nature. And also, and like looking back in hindsight, and I've said this before on the show, like I have nothing but great things to say about Yokozuna, um, especially when he was younger because he moved like a light heavyweight. And yeah. he was yeah. five, he was 500 pounds. I mean, because there's, there's your people like Bam Bam, right? Same era. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit before Bam yeah. Bam, Bam and, Bam, and Vader, and Vader that yeah. are big guys, yeah. but they're not big like Yoko was. Yoko's definitely the biggest. Yeah, Yoko's hu- huge. He couldn't do a moonsault, but he could do a super kick. Yes, he did thrust kicks to people's face. You know, I feel like he's one of the outside of Sean, one of the few that was throwing those thrust kicks back then. Yeah, I mean, also the, the other thing is that Yoko was now, so Haku good. Would throw him too, I think. Maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yoko was so good at selling too. That's the other thing I remember. Yeah. It's like when when Brett or whoever would start to get it, him off his, you know, the momentum going, and Yoko's losing his balance, and you're just trying to you're trying to knock him down, and you just can't. I mean, they got so much out of that. Yeah, just him wobbling and like. Yeah, just the arched back almost oh, falling over. Is I mean, it's beautiful. Oh, and like his uh, stuff with the Undertaker. Uh, his casket match at Survivor Series 94. One of my absolute favorite memories as a kid was watching The Undertaker and Yokozuna in the casket match at SummerSlam. I'm sorry, Survivor Series 94. Does, speaking of, I'm thinking of Undertaker at WrestleMania now with his casket matches. I feel like his WrestleMania casket matches were always with bigger dudes. That's kind of how it started. Like, he, he had one with Kamala, Yoko... Um, I want to say like maybe Mabel even I'm trying to remember, yeah. but the, yeah, so it was, 
Papa Shango, maybe? It was always like when there was a monster heel Undertaker, and it, when Undertaker was a babyface, that was the kind of the go-to to match. Kill him. was the coffin. <laughs> he needs to yeah, kill him. Yeah, the casket match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not here to talk about Taker. No. It's Yoko. Um, I figured you, you knew more about him than I do, because, yeah. of course, tag champs with Owen. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, later on. Um, they, was it 96? Yeah. Is that what year that's Something in? like that, yeah. And man, that's only like three years after his, you said 94 was his debut? I think 93 was his Okay, so still, a debut. short time. That's, that yeah, is I awesome. Royal I, Rumble 93. Did you show up at in the Rumble match? I think that might have been his debut. Anyway, he was, uh, this is why we're good co-hosts, because we fit together like puzzle pieces. Yeah, because like, when I was watching, you weren't. When you were watching, I was Correct. So, and I think, it's great. I do, I loved Yoko. My biggest touchstone with Yoko as a kid was, um, Whatever the arcade was, Saturday Night Slam Master? No, that's the Capcom one. The really arcadey yeah, wrestling like, game. I think it was called WrestleMania the arcade. WrestleFest. Oh, WrestleFest was older. Okay, that was. But, on, it, but it had like yeah. Undertaker. It had it had Doink. Yeah. It had it was. Yep. Late eighties, early nineties wrestle game. Yeah. Really arcadey. Yoko was in that, and yeah. I used to play that at Dairy Queen a lot. And I remember he had his little turnbuckle splash you could do, or whatever whatever his turnbuckle move was. Bonsai and, drop. Bonsai drop. Yeah. And it was so fun. Yeah. And then Taker would get me because he'd get a chair and get the AI in that game was relentless. Yeah. So I had no one to play with me. The other thing about Yoko is that uh, it, I, I'm, I'm glad that at least you had uh, Yoko to keep you company uh, being such a lonely child. Yeah. It was good yeah. that Yoko was there for me. Um, but like Yoko killed all my heroes. Yeah. Like, like, the, and it was brilliant for them to do that. Like he, he squashed Hacksaw Jim Duggan and I was like, whoa. This is fucked. You're like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I was, I was legitimately upset. Yeah. When he bonsai dropped hacksaw, I was, I thought hacksaw was like dead or like definitely like not okay. So good because he can do it to anyone, no matter the size, weight, no matter what. And and he is so huge that you know, he comes down on your it's chest. Even though he's not, he's protecting you so much probably. Oh Yoko, yeah, he's great. But he looks so good. It looks devastating, right? Um, and also there was such a dread too, such a beautiful example of like how wrestling then is not like it is now because he, like you knew when the Bonsai drop was coming, but it had a big long setup where he will have typically squashed someone with a leg drop in the middle of the ring, and they're, like, unconscious, basically. It's a labor to get on that. he grabs their wrist, and he has to drag them over to the corner slowly, and you're like, no, no. And then he puts one foot up. Yeah. Pause. Second foot foot up. Yeah, and uh, starts to, you know, bounce. Three or four bounces, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, no, get out of there. (laughs) Roll, just roll, just roll. roll. do anything, (laughs) move. And they don't, you're just devastated when he hits it. Yeah, so it's just, he was great. Absolutely one of my most favorite people to watch when I was a kid. Uh, Gave me a lot of, a lot of great memories. Um, And uh, I guess the, the, the matches that I should mention too are him against, um, I didn't get to watch him live, but his uh, WrestleMania main events with Bret Hart, WrestleMania nine and WrestleMania 10 um, were both awesome. Is Owen in his corner in one of those? I think. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, so the WrestleMania 10, that Brett wrestles Owen in the first match of the night, 
And then the last match of the night, he Brett wins. wrestles Yoko and yeah, wins. Because he loses to Owen. Yeah, he loses or, or to Owen. Owen. Yeah. Then he and, wins the title. And Owen is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Owen, well, yeah, because Owen gets his cool victory, right? Yeah. First time ever. And then his brother wins the wins belt. The belt. Fuck and, you. And all the wrestlers came, came out and put him on his shoulders. And Macho Man's out there He's pointing at him. He's stewing That's in the, the back. fucking man. And just Owen by himself with his hands on his hips. Don't glaring. worry, Owen. You'll get those slammies. You're going to milk oh. those. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Anyway, stuff. we're gonna we're gonna jump on a peacock. Yeah, you watch can with us. too. We're gonna learn all about things about Yokozuna that I've never known. Um, and it's gonna be exciting. We hope you watch it too. Uh, we'll see you after the break. See ya. Summer day. Summer day. And we're back. Yes, we are. We're back. We're back. Wonderful. It was a wonderful program. I thought it was the best of the three is what I said before I went to the restroom. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I, yeah, I would. I would. I would. I still believe that after so many minutes. Yeah. <laughs> from what I said. Yeah. It. What a tragic, but also monumentous figure. Yeah. Because like nothing but love from all of his family, obviously. From like everybody. From everyone. That, yeah, like, everyone. Seemed to, seemed everyone. Seemingly everyone Universal. that ever met him. <laughs> I mean, of course, they won't find the people that don't like him, but yeah. But I mean, I feel like if you got if the Undertaker likes you, yeah. If, if, if Brett likes you, if the locker room leader likes you, if Savio likes you, yeah. Like who didn't like him? Like probably like fucking Sean and Sean Hunter. was not in the video, you know. Big sexy Kev was. Kev was. Kev Scott was. was or Scott was busy. <laughs> Scott Hall. Scott had... <laughs> didn't give a shit. It wasn't about him. That's true. Um, but yeah, no Sean and no Hunter. Hunter's a surprise. He usually makes up. He usually shows up in these. I thought. Yeah. Anyway, who cares about those it guys? Matter. Let's talk about. But Yoko. anyway, you got all these guys that like him, right? Yeah. And all of his family telling him stories about how you know uh, uh, Rikishi needed his you know heater broke and he had to buy needed a new heater and yeah. his kids were cold and and Yoko was making champion money and mm-hmm. so he just gave him a blank check and signed it like and that just, kind of shit is crazy. Seeing all the behind the in locker room stuff and stuff where you're like oh oh he's just he's just like Rikishi like personality yeah, wise yeah, right yeah. and Rikishi was also the big man right. until he he got the hip hop over uh, uh not what's what when you get a remake remodel uh uh uh, uh what's that called like a makeover makeover he got the hip hop makeover <laughs> with with too cool with too cool and it's like oh that's who that guy actually is yeah and yeah. saying yoko is also that person yeah. it's like oh cool yoko's, i wanted to see yoko's that like yoko. writing down rhymes for to, yeah. to rap <laughs> he's just flowing <laughs> great while he's cooking his chickens uh, that was tragic <laughs> guys at the end of this doc it gets real tragic with yeah. food if if you have any i will trigger warning if you have any kind yeah. of body dysmorphia which yeah. i do some of that stuff's hard to watch cuz i also have a pretty horrible relationship with food yeah, um, but not anything like Yoko. Right. Um, and man, it it's not a drug for me, but like hearing of those people that were like, yeah, I don't do coke. I don't do heroin. I don't drink alcohol, but yeah. I just gorge. Yeah. It's just sad. Yeah, that was that's seemed to be what uh, Rodney just couldn't stop. Yeah. You know, and we talked about it a bit while we were watching it, but like the the feedback you're getting backstage is please lose weight. Yeah. But the feedback you're getting from all the fans, they don't care how heavy you are. They want to see the monster. And then the feedback you're hearing on the commentary when you're watching, when you're reviewing your matches and hearing the commentary, yeah. it's like, look how big he is. Oh, my God. He's even bigger. He's even he's bigger. Even bigger than he was. And then that same voice backstage. You got to lose weight, pal. Yeah. You know, which 
good. I'm glad they brought that up, but it's still it's got this. It has to be just like yeah, almost I think, defiant. Like mm. yeah, and also like maybe there was a bit of it that was like if I do if I lose weight, am I the monster? Am I still yeah yeah like what, nobody wants like the, a medium sized Yokozuna right? Like the whole idea is yeah. that I'm Andre the Giant, but I'm. I mean, they even said, like, I think it was Bruce Pritchard's, like, yeah, we had Vince, Vince, and we had, what, 11 different Samoan wrestlers, so, like, let's make him sumo. Right. It makes him stand out, but you're right, like, if you lose that weight, are you sumo still? Are you still the sumo champion? But the thing, the thing is that even at, even at 450 or 500 pounds, he was still... Bigger than everyone um, like else. A bit, way bigger than everyone else, and also extremely agile and great in the ring. Yeah. It, like, it, like, if he they're talking about him blowing up to 650 close to 700 pounds. Like, I stay, I have an opinion on that. Oh, okay. It's too much weight. Do you, do you think they're lying or do you think that that's just too heavy for no, someone to be making a joke? And I was hoping you'd yes. hand me, but you did not. <laughs> it's like, it's too much weight. It's more sarcastic joke. Yes. I, it's obviously too much weight. This is why I said it. Cause the fact of me saying it, it was funny. Thanks for explaining here. Well, you didn't joke. give me any feedback. <laughs> I just asked a question. <laughs> I just asked what you meant by the remark. No, no, I'll be sick. Here's, here's what I. No, I can't. I'll I be hate sick. to go back to Mike and I because I know this is about Yokozuna, but I want to tell something I've discovered over our three day, our three times of workout journey. Yeah, is that whenever Mike gives me instruction, I do listen, I take it in. Yeah. But then I like to say something that's not about it, and he doesn't respond because Mike is focused. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah Archer back there," and I'm like, "Oh, kick it or whatever." Okay, no, excuse just, me. Ah! I would like to point out that today. <laughs> You could not actually do your shoulder press set because oh, I was man. making masturbation jokes and they were very funny. They were good. And you and you had said, Michael, you need to stop. <laughs> you told me I had to stop because you could not lift weights because you were laughing so hard. It at was my masturbation in particular. Jokes. It was that left arm joint. Yeah. I, it's still like right here. This kind of yeah. is tight. What yeah. I'm doing. My hand ups. Yeah, I got to work on that joint. And I was like, this is what you're working for. That me time now is going to be so good. It's going to be so much better. So now Mike's trying to make the joke you, again. On, <laughs> he's trying to do the joke again. When, you, when, you, when you're alone at mm-hmm. night and it's time to do the stranger. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be better now yeah. because you did mm-hmm. shoulder presses on that side. And it'll be a different experience for you. Unless my grip is too strong. Yeah, well, then that sounds kind of dangerous. So maybe you shouldn't. But it's not going to be any stronger than your right hand. Your right hand is even more strong. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, Yokozuna. Sorry, Yoko. Yeah, right. If no. there's a heaven and if you're there and you're looking down, we're sorry we're talking about jerk-off jokes no, right now. He, but I would hope that he, he would laughed. be amused. <laughs> yeah, but there's no heaven, though. So I would hope so. Yeah. What, he- what was heaven, Mike? Was watching all those bonsai drops over and over and over in its success in succession. Succession, they showed like four or five of them or six or ten of them in yeah, a row dude, at the beginning. I mean, also, he like audibly popped like twenty times during the movie because of things that he was doing in the ring. We popped during a documentary all the time. He, Yoko made us pop moves. in a doc. Yeah. We got a doc pop. Doc pop. Yeah. It was, a it was a great doc. How yeah. many? What's your score? Oh yeah, I I scored this uh, doc at uh, seventy five out of seventy five deep fried turkey ass. Dude, God, I love that they called him turkey ass. I don't even know what a chicken turkey, ass. I don't know chicken what a, ass. No, it's turkey ass. Was it turkey? turkey? It was turkey. Yeah, ass. I don't know what a turkey ass is. Apparently, I mean, I mean I'm assuming it's like a the le- it's the the whole leg meat the thigh right. Well, no, I don't think so. I I I, I imagine they probably that's called like a quarter. You know the drumstick and the, attached to the thigh, but he, 
And, and, I, I don't know. Uh, but like, well, like the turkey has is just where you put the stuffing. Why would you just eat that? You know, under the wing, you've got the under the wing. You've yeah. got the oyster. Sure. Which is a coveted, or and I'm sorry, it's not under the wing. It's connected to the thigh. So I'm guessing it's something like that, right? right. Like the oyster is like the most delicious Maybe part he, of the bird. Maybe he would eat all the chicken and then like with the butts left, deep fry these. Well, right. Yeah. So I'm guessing it was like a, it's like a, a, when you butcher a turkey or a chicken. They're like leftovers. Yeah. Like a leftover piece is called the ass or something. It's time for Toby Memories. When, uh, uh. Joe Baker, he's my buddy Ryan's dad. He went rafting with us this year. Okay. He used to make, uh, the uh, out of the uh, excess fat, Yeah. he'd cut off and then deep fry the fats in little, tiny little fat cubes that were uh. deep fried. So good and not good for you, but no. maybe similar to that. Not good for you, but... So but maybe they were good, smaller. Good going down. So good. <laughs> good going down. So maybe they, yeah, you're right. They're smaller bits. Yeah. He was like, yeah, over and over. But of course, he probably ate the whole thing. So 75 out of 75 turkey <laughs> asses, deep fried and dipped in mayo. That's one rating I have. And then I have a second rating. It's one out of one perfect heel champions. I agree with that. Yeah. And I think I only have one rating for this. Okay. And we already kind of alluded to it. Mm. But it's five out of five Doc Pops. Yeah. Self-explanatory. We were on our feet. I, I think I stood to my feet once, maybe for real. Yeah, but five out of five doc pops. I was uh, every I gasped every time he hit that belly to belly <laughs> suplex. It looks so good. It's just the height. It's amazing. How tall? Did they ever say how tall he was? I don't think he was that much. I mean, he's like five eleven, six feet, something like that. He wasn't. He it's was not scary. a very tall person. Scary belly to belly, scary. Yeah, scary to scary. Yeah, he was huge. Anyway, that's how we feel about it. Right. We we really enjoyed it. Um, it's yeah. a roller coaster. It goes where every doc you expect it to go. Once the sad music hits, you know you're in for a sad, sad time, and it, it's overly sad in this yeah. one. But it's, it's worth it. A bunch of people being heartbroken because someone they cared about and who seemed to be a good person just yeah, died looking way, between way too young. It's looking at the Anawaii family and the Fatus as well. They're yeah. separate because they're two separate lineages, right? But all the same. But grandfather? I think I think they're cousins to each okay, other. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I think. Seeing all of them, I think I even said it's like, oh, look, they're all still alive. It's like Yokozuna, at least of the famous ones, is one of the few that's gone. Yeah. And that sucks. You're right. So, yeah, it seems like they took it even more harder, especially like his grandparents, his his parents and stuff, too. Yeah. So, but I loved it. It Yeah, yeah, right. Because often Sika are still still alive. alive. Old as shit, but they're still kicking. They're still definitely alive. They look great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great hair. Tough. I think it was Sika. Had the wonderful head of hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember, I, I, I even remember Offa as a kid, like, I didn't know who the Wild Samoans were, like, that they were wrestlers or anything, but he was, he managed Fatu and Samu as the head shrinkers before uh, Fatu turned into Rikishi. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was absolutely, it was absolutely thrilling <laughs> to watch them. Like, it was all... It was like pretty racist gimmick and like mm-hmm. shitty, but as yeah. a little kid that didn't know any better, they they really got me excited about the pro wrestling. I want to know what was up with Roman Reigns with Offa and Sika behind him. Did you see that in the last recent shot he's holding the title? Was, I think it was Heyman, Offa, oh. and Sika were behind him. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, well, they were in. They had glasses on. Huh. They looked real old. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see that. Anyway, uh, we don't watch SmackDown, but we did watch a lot of Yokozuna as kids. Um, well, Mike did. I did, yeah. And I've loved everything I've seen of him because, of course, I've only seen the really good stuff. Yeah. But all around, seems like a great man, father, wrestler, yep. entertainer. Yeah, he was a jewel. He was a great find for mm-hmm. the pro wrestling 
business, just like this show is a great find yeah. for podcast listeners everywhere. Let's say, Mike, let's say someone comes up to our listener, listener mm. A. Mm. You Are you listening, listener A? Because it's you. And says, hey, I really like wrestling and I need a show to watch. Yeah. And they're like, I have a perfect show for you. Here's how you find it. What would they say then? Well, what you could get on the Google machine and search up Tope Suicida podcast. And then you'd get some search results. That's one way to go about it. But if you wanted to give your friend... Uh, uh, the fast track to success. You could find the Tope Suicida podcast on Twitter at Tope Suicida pod. That's also the handle on Instagram. Uh, if you want to find us individually, Bo is at Bo Rosser on both of those platforms. I'm at Mike from TV on Twitter at Mike from television on Instagram. And if you want to email the show, let us know how big your arms are, what your <laughs> memories are of Yokozuna and, and some of your favorite wrestlers, some of your favorite La Parca memories. Let yep. us, let us know all about that stuff. You're going to hit us up at topesuicidapod at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, I went down to the, the post office the, the other day to mail an insurance check and it just slipped my mind. I meant to go in because it been give me the real, the runaround, but I'll tell you what, this is the week. I promise. This is the week. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to make a scene. You know I'm going to say, did? you get this red tape out of my way, bureaucrats. We need a hard mail. We need a PO box right now because yeah. people are trying to hard mail us. I was down on Wielder Street. Wilder Street, Broadway, those two. Weedler? Weedler. I was on Weedler Street? No. No, I was up at the Kent. No, I was on Weedler Street. Oh, you. I was on Weedler Street. I said I had a funny story about that and I couldn't figure out the street. I was on Weedler Street and I passed a postal annex. Okay. And I walked inside and said, hey, I need some more post its. So I grabbed some post its, yellow, blue ones, because I like those two post it colors. Okay. I looked to the right and there was P.O. Box. The wall of P.O. Boxes. And I thought, huh. That's weird. Something seems familiar about this. I didn't remember until now. It's because I should have gotten a P.O. box for us. While God damn it. You were right there by the P.O. boxes. Yeah. Postal Annex. Son of a bitch. I know. They were right there, but All right, well, who knows how much red tape I would have had to jump through, though. Next time. Yeah. yeah. Well, by the sound of a wiener dog sneezing, I believe we know that it's time to wrap up the program. Our third co-host is tired. And despite just eating dinner a few minutes ago, hungry Literally once again, like starving once again. Uh, so we're going to let you go there, dear listeners. But before we do, we have one more piece of business that we always like to take care of at the end of our programs. It's called The Wrestling is Vacation. Hey, Bo. Yeah. What's wrestling? Wrestling is family. Wrestling is um, trials and tribulations. Yeah. Wrestling is... Um, going so long without your dog having bloody gums yeah and then she sneaks and crosses a threshold from the couch mm. to the elevated cat food mm -hmm. to eat all of the cat food and i come home and the mat that's under the cat food is covered in blood yeah because the cat food's hard mm. and i feed her moist food and her poop is all fucked up yeah well but we're back on it food's away and wrestling is now family mm. and a sneezing wiener dog in the background yeah well, sometimes, you know, family's not perfect. And that's but sometimes you come, come home to family and there's blood all over the mat yeah. because they ate the other family member's food. The family man, it was all bones. It's all bones. It's just all chicken After bones. After somehow chicken bones crossing and, a like, threshold the ninja, length of the ninja dog. Ninja stars. Chicken bones and ninja stars. Before I get asked Mike the question, ladies and gentlemen, Ingrid, that's wrestling, baby. Ingrid crossed from the couch cushion yeah. to the elevated cat food, yeah. which is probably... A foot and a half, two foot delta. And she overcame that burden. It's fucking hilarious. It's really funny because if you bet me money and you were like, 
what do you bet? What are, what are the odds of Ingrid being able to pull off this maneuver? Do you think? <laughs> I would have been like, let's put a hundred bucks on it. I'm taking your money. I'm taking your money. I can't believe there's it. no way that she's doing it. I would have given you like three to one that she couldn't have done it. Before I ask you the question, yeah, I the, when I discovered this, you would have the day me. prior. Yeah, I kept noticing that Luther's eating way too fast. <laughs> Like, I filled up his little, yeah. you saw it over there, I filled up his little dish, yeah. <laughs> I played some video games, I turned around 30 minutes later, Luther's screaming for food, I'm like, what yeah. are you talking about? You yeah. ate it all, dork. Yeah. No, Ingrid <laughs> ate it all. No blood that time. So how, who knows? I've been feeding her less the to lose weight. Crime. The perfect crime, baby. Anyway, mm. that's my wrestling as vacation, as fun as that was, but Mike, what is wrestling? Wrestling is... All that real life shit that just makes you laugh and cry and and fucking feel like you're, you know, can't believe how incredible your life is and like how lucky you are. And then in another moment of your life, you just wish you were dead. Yeah. You know, and like you can't. It never seems like that that pain is going to end. And wrestling it was a reflection of all that. And like the the behind the scenes is... So, like, as wrestling fans, we care about that as much as we care about what's happening yeah. in the ring. And to see, like, here, because as a kid, Yokozuna was, like, one of the scariest dudes in the, ever that I'd ever seen. And was, like, he was so good at playing that character. But to know that who he actually was was extremely, like, this jovial, kind, like, lovely person that everyone loved. Is, right, and, right. And- some bars yeah some hip-hop bars on yeah. his downtime yeah 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 right right now rhymes <laughs> and just eating millions of turkey ass you know yeah so it's it's uh wrestling is like the beloved you know beloved things and people having pain but also having joy baby let us know what wrestling is to you we'll see you next week Tope Suicido, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.